Welcome to Arfanimi. This is Saratova Best. We are learning Dvar Malchus, Parshish Nisabim, of Tushin and Base. And here's the question. This year, the Rosh Hashanah comes out on, it's called Yom Base and Gimel, Monday and Tuesday. And you would think that, you know, it comes out whenever it comes out. But it has huge significance. So it essentially determines the whole year. And it's actually connected, and maybe we'll discuss it later, what's called Pat Bagamelech, because base Gimel, Bag, Pat Bagamelech, about Daniel when he was, um, when he was in the, by the king and the food, et cetera, et cetera, um, but it was fed. So there's something really giant here. But what we want to look at is um, this idea, base Gimel, first day of creation. Why does Hashem make Rosh Hashanah on, not on Chafei Elo when he creates the world? Why does Hashem make Rosh Hashanah on the sixth day of creation? And it's a pretty basic, well-known fact. Rosh Hashanah is the day that we were created, not when the physical world was created, when we were created. That becomes Rosh Hashanah. That day brings completion to the year. Now, put ourselves in our situation right here, right now. The year that Rosh Hashanah comes out on Monday and Tuesday, that's our year, Yom Beis and Yom Gimel. What's Yom Aleph? The first day of creation, Hashem was one, undisputed. There was nothing else to come along and uh, rival his unity. It's Hashem. You have choices. Hashem or Hashem or Hashem or Hashem or Hashem. There's only one choice. There's, there's no dispute over the unity of all things, the unity of Hashem. There's no dispute. Now, when you think about it, this sort of relates to, this isn't here, it's from a, a different place from the Mitla Rebbe. But when you think about it, when you say Shema Yisrael Hashem Alokeinu Hashem Echad, as the Mitla Rebbe brings out, what are you doing when saying it? Besides you're declaring the unity of Hashem, Hashem Elohim, Hashem Echad, you're unifying all parts of reality into the oneness of Hashem. But through these words, and these are words of Mesiris Nefesh. So when you think of it, you know, you're, you're going to make a simcha. You're going to hire a one-man band. Then after that, you're going to hire, you know, the next one, you're going to hire a 20-piece band. And the next one, you're going to hire a thousand-piece orchestra. Which one do you think you'll pay more for? Obviously, the thousand-piece orchestra. Not only do you have to hire all those people, but really what your purpose is, is you want the music to sound Okay, a little break there. Okay, so um, uh, we were talking about the orchestra. Why would you pay more for a thousand-piece orchestra? Because the whole purpose is that it should be one voice, one sound. Really keep your eyes closed. Do you know whether it's a, whether it's a one-man band or a 10-piece, 20-piece, or 1,000-piece band? If they're good, you will not know the difference. The only thing is the 1,000-piece band sounds like one voice but much richer much deeper, much more incredibly melodious. Good. Okay. 
Shema Yisrael Hashem Elokeinu Hashem Echad. Hashem is one. One is one. One piece then. Imagine if then we go through all of history or all of the days of creation and we come to the point where in spite of the fact that many different things have been have come along to be created by Hashem, and they can all rival Hashem's oneness. And they all declare together Hashem's unity. That's a wholeness. That's after six days of creation. There we come with the ability to cl- declare that unity. But think about this, as is being brought out in the Sikha. When Rosh Hashanah starts on Yom Base on Monday, which it does this year. Sunday, it starts Sunday night. We just finished. Sunday night means you just went through a whole Sunday, a whole Yom Rishon. And Yom Rishon is the day we said is associated with Hashem's undisputed unity. Very powerful, but not the most powerful. The most powerful is undisputed unity that's then disputed, and then you come to a higher level where it's undisputed again. That's real unity. So, Rosh Hashanah starts Sunday night. You've, you're, you're very close to Yom Rishon, and therefore, you've come to something even higher than the unity of Hashem as it is before it's disputed. What is that higher thing? The Chiddush that comes through our Avaida. The Chiddush and what we can achieve in the creation. So, we know. Adam Rishon, um, gathered together all of the creations and he said, Bo nishtach Let us, all the creations came in front of him. He gave them all names. He saw their essence. And he said, let us all, they wanted to bow to him. And he said, let's bow down to Hashem who created us. And they and he crowned Hashem king through the declaration of Hashem Melech or Hashem Malach, Geis Lavash. Hashem is king and he rules, he's clothed in glory. And that's what happens every single Rosh Hashanah. What he said and what he did, we do. We step into being one with him. And Hashem gives us a method. He says, Say Malchus and so that I should become king over you. And we make Hashem king over the world. As Adam Arishan did. We think, wow, imagine, wow, Adam Arishan, what a level what he was able to do to make Hashem king. Well, you can do it too. This, this Rosh Hashanah. So, um, so when Hashem creates the world, he creates it in such a way that it's not that it's not complete, it's complete. But he creates, but, but he leaves it in a way that the, the level of himself, so to speak, and the level of wholeness that he puts into the world and, um, and himself as he puts into the world relates to the world. He gives us the ability, like he did with Adam Arishan, he gives us the ability to bring a wholeness to the world that's so high above the world, it brings a certain completion that he himself has chosen not to bring. Which gives you ultimate power in a sense. And when Rosh Hashanah comes out on Bag, Pat Bag, Bag, Base and Gimel, Monday and Tuesday, what's that all about? That means that this year will be a unique year. Because we said 
Yom Rishon, the first day of creation, Hashem is one. What he 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 created unity on that day. What did he create on the second day? On Yom Beis, Machlaikas, division. Machlaikas, interesting. How did he create Machlaikas? What did he do? You know, dispute, division. It's no longer unity. So Machlaikas of Yom Sheni is because of the concealment of the world. The world was created to hide Hashem. And so the situation of Yom Echad is when Hashem is one in the world. Um, that comes from Him. But the world, the world is designed as a place where you don't see Him. So first He shows Himself, and then He hides Himself. Imagine Rosh Hashanah starting on a day that is classically associated with Him hiding Himself. Well, that's why we live in tough times. You don't see Hashem. So everything becomes like walking through molasses. The only the good thing though about that is Yom Shlishi comes along the third day, Tuesday, and always says Kitais. Because what happens is on Yom Shlishi, this machlaikas, this concealment, is, you know, it's a concealment buster. Machlaikas is healed. And Shalom is introduced into the world. Peace. In a way that the world agrees to it. In other words, imagine Hashem is one. There's no dispute. Next thing, he creates a world and he says, what are you talking about? It, it, it pretends that he doesn't exist. That, that's not a fun day. That's why nobody likes Mondays. Most people don't like Mondays. And then Tuesday comes along, Yom Shlishi. And Hashem heals that problem. Because the world, how do you heal such a problem? The world is, is getting in the way. Imagine even, you know, um, you, um, I don't know, you have a beautiful picture in your house. Or beautiful, beautiful, so you have, you have a very beautiful picture, but, uh, somebody put a large piece of furniture in front of it, so you don't see it. You know, and you walk in the house, and it, you had such a peaceful, beautiful feeling. This picture was really stunning. And anybody who walked into the house would just feel it. Wow. They just, they didn't know why, but they just wanted to stay and kind of hang out in that house and stay there. And they didn't know why because the beauty and the upbeat, the upbeat beauty that was exuding from that picture just lifted everybody up. So one day somebody came in and they bought new furniture and they got tall pieces of furniture. So they put this here and this there. The picture is blocked. You no longer see it. Interesting. People come in the house, they no longer, it's funny. The house used to be full of people and they were always just hanging around, hanging out. Nobody hangs out anymore. I wonder what that's about. Well, hello. You covered over the picture that made everybody feel so hopeful. So the atmosphere is no, the energy of your house is no longer very uh, appealing. Because you covered over this yummy energy. So then somebody gets a bright idea. Move a piece of furniture. Let's see what happens. And lo and behold, people start hanging out in your house again. But, so imagine that. Yum Rishon. Hashem is one. Every You know, it's just yummy. Yum Shani. Hashem hides himself and makes the world. That's no fun. Here we are. This is the story of our lives. Yum Shlishi. That concealment is healed, but so what do you what move it back and forth? 
No, the world agreed. When the world agrees to, to, it's like the, the people, the people, you know, let's say in the house there was a dispute. She said, you need the piece of furniture there, it's no good there. He said, no you don't, yes you do, no you don't. When all agree, let's move the furniture and it's no longer in the way, the piece of furniture itself wants to have everybody see the picture, but that's like Yom Shlishi. The world agrees to that level of visibility of Hashem. So we have a Rosh Hashanah this year. When first day is that day that Hashem is hidden. Ooh. Second day, when he's revealed and the world agrees to it. And we're the ones who do it. We're the people of the three. Tyro is given in the time of three, etc. Everything about is lady, many, many things about three. So here's the question. Who, maybe we can just cut out the number two. Or, in this case, it doesn't sound like a very upbeat year if it's going to start on day two. We just said day two is day of a Maslikas. So let's reframe it. Because otherwise, you know what? Why don't we sleep through the first day of Rosh Hashanah wake, wake up for the second one? No, we don't have to. Because what we're going to do is reframe base, yum base, machlaikas. Because the kabbana of machlaikas is machlaikas of holiness, division and, and dispute of holiness. The words of the Mishnah, Pirkei Abbas, machlaikas l'shem shemaim. If there's a machlaikas l'shem shemaim, in the end it will sustain. Like the machlaikas of Hillel Shammai, that's a good one. To Machlaikas and Tyra, because of, you know, right and left, Chesed and Gvorah. It's a good Machlaikas. That's one that leads to peace. And the Shalom, it comes on day three, Yom Shlishi, Tuesday, is because there's a level of godliness in, in Tyra that's higher than Machlaikas. And it puts them together. You know, the crown that puts the two together. And when we do our Avaita of learning Tyra, doing mitzvahs, etc., we reveal, through Tyra that comes down into the world, this dark, hidden world, we reveal not just a level of Tyra that connects to the world, but a level of Tyra that's above the world, solves all the problems, brings peace. Connecting with the very essence of Hashem. So, when Rosh Hashanah comes right after Yom Rishon, Yom Rishon is Chilis Masecha, the beginning of your words. But when Rosh Hashanah comes right after Yom Rishon, but not on Yom Rishon, it comes out on Yom Shani and Shlishi, day two and three, what is emphasized? What do we have this year? The main union of Rosh Hashanah, which is the Chiddush that's done through our Avaida. Here we are, in this dark world that conceals the furniture in front of the painting, all the energy changes. And yet we go through and work with it and heal it. We come to a, a deeper truth and a deeper upbeat wholeness that we didn't even have before that. We do that. We get the world. How do we do that? We bring the world to agree to godliness. Remember, when Hashem was alone and one on the first day, there was no world to, dis- to, to challenge him. What we get to do is we keep the world. We don't throw it away. We keep it here. We work on the world 
to get it to agree. You know, I don't know, maybe this is not a fair comment, but I remember somebody somebody once said when she was looking for a shidduch, girls in a school, when she was looking for a shidduch, she said, I want to find somebody like Rabbi such and such. He's so calm, he's so understanding, he's so this, he's so that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we told her, wait, you're looking at somebody who was worked over by his wife. He was worked on by his wife for 40 years. <laughs> you know, you have to understand, you're not looking at a raw product, a bacher. You're looking at somebody his wife did work on him for 40 years to get him to that point. So, so <laughs> sorry to say that. So we're, we're talking about a world that Yom Shlishi brings us to a world that we worked with the darkness of the world and the concealment. And, you know, we did, we did, we did solid business and, you know, uh, with all our life skills, our tools. And we went into this world and with Terenesis, we said, hey, you on board to reveal godliness? How, how much long, you know, as Rabbi Friedman says, how long does Tyra have to be a mop for the world? We, we work on the world through Terenesis and we say, Hey guys, like, don't you get tired of, 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 of hiding the truth? You want to be on the side of falsehood forever? And at some point the world says, you're right. You're right. I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to make references to the government, right? We'll get shut down. Even if we're not on Facebook. But at some point through all of our time in this, the world comes to us and kind of says, you know what? You guys seem to have the right message. Uh, well, thank you, uh, a few thousand years later, which you had discovered that at the beginning. So when we have Rosh Hashanah on the Yom Beit and Gimel, the day of concealment, representing our struggle, and then the day, day when you finally come to the other side of the concealment, representing the fruits of our labor, now that's a Rosh Hashanah. So... Um, So let's just sum this up. When we again, when we're talking about Patbagamelech, it is a sign. It's like a you know a Russia Tavis to remember you know how the parshas go, etc. Um, everything in Torah is exact. So these signs of Patbagamelech, Patbagamelech, what was it? Um, it's, it's actually explained by Lukote Levi, excuse me, Levi and in Daniel. Um, so it has to do with in Daniel, Daniel the foods of the king um, with the gematria patbag. Okay, so patbag means the food of the king, the Lushan custom. When Daniel was there, I guess in Ur custom, and the Lushan, the words of the Chumash, um, lehem, excuse me. I think the king sent to them every day um, from the king's very food and from his wine. From the wine that he drank. That means on Rosh Hashanah. Now, what is that? So, bag, pat, bag. Pat is pat, you know. Pat is bread, food. So, the food was from bag. Right? The food was, the pas was from Bag. The food that was sent to Daniel was from the king, the king's food. Food, pas, bread, you know, piece of bread was Bag. Now, this year we're also getting pas Bag. 
Amelech, the king's food, the food of the king, the pas, the bread of the king, is in a way of base gimel. The king, Melech Malchayim Lachem Hashem, is sending us a year which is base gimel. What we just said. The concealment and then you work it through. That's the year. That's the Rosh Hashanah. And that's the food that Hashem is nourishing us with this year as he begin, begins the year. And in fact, um, on Rosh Hashanah, Hashem, the king of the world, Patbagamelech, invites every single Yid and, and, um, and, you know, so to speak, to his table and he, um, and he prepares for us everything we need. Everything we need is included in the word Michael, food, for the whole year. Davar Yambayama, daily, the Tachsar Chava, with broad hand from the, the king, the king's table. So think about that. This idea, Pat Bagamelech, the king is sending food through the idea of Bag. He's nurturing us. And every single day in the time of Daniel, the king would send to them every single day from his, you know, his food, etc., what they need. So Hashem is telling us this year, he will send us daily everything we need, sustenance, food, to sustain us. And it's going to come through this energy of base Gimel. Because he's putting us in a world that is deeply concealed. That's the base part of it. But he's giving us the ability to bust through the concealment and get this concealing world to agree to Geula. And not only that, let's just end it off with this. If we are saying, this is what we need for the year. We need food, we need sustenance, we need clothes, we need, we need furniture, we need opportunities, we need money, we need rent, we need all of that stuff. It's all sort of in the category of the king's food from the king's table, which is what happened to Daniel. Food was sent from the king's table daily. Hashem is saying to us, hey, you guys, what do you think I'm going to do this year? Besides what I did last year, send you food from my table. Tell me what you need. And tell me what you need in a way, not only tell me what you need, but your part in this whole process the base gimel part. Your part is you get the world, you work with the world in Tyramitsis, and I will get the world, I will send you parts of the world that you need at any given moment. Ask for it and believe in it. Because, maybe Hashem is saying to us, you might feel that you're not worthy. You know, who am I to just say, I need this and I need that? Actually, it just happened to me. The reason there was a blank spot in the recording was I called the eyeglass store optometrist. Is that what it's called? Ophthalmologist? Optometrist? Oh, boy. I don't know the difference. And she said, we don't have the cat. And I realized I need new glasses for Rosh Hashanah, new prescriptions. It's a lot of reading. And she said, well, we're all booked today. I said, hmm, since I really need new glasses for Rosh Hashanah, I guess there's a reasonable possibility that you're going to have a cancellation today. She said, okay, if I have one, I'll call you. She called me while I was recording this call. She said, okay, I have a cancellation. Do you want to come in? Right. 
So we could ask ourselves, who am I to, to feel that I deserve that Hashem should make a cancellation at the eyeglass store because I need my glasses for Rosh Hashanah? Who do I think I am? That's the old way. The new way is, and Hashem is telling us, and, and the Rebbe is telling us in the Sifa, when you look at the Rosh Hashanah of this year, base Gimel means, it represents as a code word, meaning you have worked through the concealment for thousands of years. Now you have earned that relationship with nature. I need it? I'll get it. You want to say 3,000 years ago, maybe you didn't? Could be. I don't know. You have to ask, ask your local rabbi. But at this point in time, you have earned it. That relationship with nature, you have earned it. Because you went through base Gimel. That's the story of all of Jewish history. The struggle and coming to the peace from it. And coming, and not just coming to your own personal peace. Getting the world to create a peace because it finally stops hiding Hashem. You did that. So you have re, redone all of the mechanism of nature with your entire mitzvahs. So now when you reach out to the physical world and say, I need something, it's operating on a different frequency. So you don't have to be that big, deserving tzaddik like you used to have to be. But rather, it's now on the frequency that you made it on that frequency through all your avaita, for centuries and centuries, generations. You made it on that frequency, but now it is there ready to give you from the king's table what you need when you need. So we'll end on that, and when we'll say, as it says, uh, we'll just say, sorry, I'm going to end with this. The simon of Pat Bagamelech, before I give the bracha, hinting at that the king, again, what we said, that the king gave us every single day and that he gave Daniel every single day, we have to have, I'm just going to re- read this, what I just said now in my own thoughts. I'm going to show you in the text. This exists now, and I'm, Mitzad Etzim Mitzius HaShel Yisrael. The essential, the essence of a Jew, Mitzavim, who stands in his full Judaism, even if he doesn't do a full Avaidah, you just stand into your full position of who you are who you were created to, to do. Remember, that Nitzavim is you stand stand up straight and just stand bit, with total bittle to the king. Vayelach is more, you know, go out and accomplish and move forward. But Nitzavim is, you're just standing at attention with total bittle to the king. That earns you, that's enough of a, that earns you, so to to, to be one with the essence of Hashem. Because when you forget about yourself, you go back to raw essence of Hashem. Hashem created you as part of his very essence. So if you're forgetting about yourself, so to speak, you, you, when you lose selfhood in a positive way, you go back to the essence of Hashem. That's Nusavim. So, You've earned that, what we said, being given from the king's table. And as it says here, the, the Balabais, when you go to stay in someone's house or eat there, it says, 
I'm sorry. That even if the we're given the asuda like Shlomo in his time, the fact is we are the sons of Avram, Yitzchak, and Yaakov. Like we need the highest. Whatever Hashem tells us to do, He does Himself, and therefore He has to give to every single Jew kasuda Shlomo b'shata. Food, sustenance, whatever we need, Farnasa, as much as the Suda of Shleimah Melech in his time. Not just Demachtar, not just enough. Demachtar Shayasu. Hashem is not supposed to any longer just give us what we need to survive. But rather, including a horse to ride on and somebody to run in front of the horse. But he has to give us Lashra. Lashiras to Shleimah Hashem now is obligated. I'm reading these words. I'm not making it up. Hashem now has to give us this wealth of like Shlomo Melech in his time. So because of all this, because we did this Avaida of bringing the base to Gimel, the concealment to a level of revealing Hashem and getting the world on the side of Hashem. That was a lot of work. And we did it. So this Rosh Hashanah, when the very days of Rosh Hashanah testify to the work that we've done all these generations, may we find ourselves before Rosh Hashanah in the Gula Mitzvah Shlema, Lekseva Rafuas Yeshua, for everybody, Shaduchim, Kisaran Nuach, Shachne Offer, for all those who need to come back, Gula Shlema, and it should be the sweetest, the, the sweet, sweet, sweetness of the Geula this year should be take of the Yad, Yad Mamash.